Welcome to the Think About It podcast, a podcast where I get my thoughts on different topics and occasionally ramble about nonsense. I'm your host, Sheldon Bradford. Okay, so today's episode is going to be um, a bit a bit different than um, what you're used to from me. So most of the time you guys are used to me um, being more lighthearted, you know, cracking jokes, um, talking about movies, um, you know, and occasionally... Um, you know, having a friend on, having a guest on, um, again, to crack jokes and just talk about movies, things that are less serious. But today I want to get um, very candid with you guys um, and let you guys in on a, you know, a bit more of who I am as a person, where I'm at currently and, you know, my headspace. Um, and I guess the, the way to start that would be to say that um, right now at the age of 26, I am not where I want to be in life. Um, and to explain why I'm not where I want to be in life, um, and, and how I've kind of got to the place that I'm at, um, I guess I would need to take a, take a step back and, and, and go back to 2020, which is when, um, things changed a lot for me in, in terms of what I plan to do and what I wanted to do, um, not only career-wise, but just like as an adult and, um, yeah, just, just, you know, trying to take care of business and, you know, it'll just be on my own and, 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 and do what I was passionate about and do what I wanted to do. Um, um, so going back to 2020, um, the first half of 2020, as, um, all of you know, is when the pandemic hit. So it hit right around, um, I guess like late February, um, early March. Um, and during that time, uh, I was finishing up college, um, I was in my last semester of, I wouldn't even call it senior year, but um, I was in the last semester of my college career. So um, for me, um, you're probably thinking like, you know, doing the math, going back, you're like, dang, you kind of finished, you know, college late. Um, and yeah, and I, I really did um, to nobody's fault but my own. So I ended up going to community college first after taking a semester off after high school um, getting really good grades, um, getting a lot of gen ed classes out the way. And then I transferred to the university of Illinois. And during that time there, um, the, what was required of me as a student, um, and a individual was much more taxing, uh, than I, you know, thought it would have been. So in terms of, you know, keeping my mental and, and still having some sort of freedom and some sort of personal life, um, you know, I ended up not taking as many classes as I should have each semester, which is what caused me to um, extend my time at the university. Um, and then there was, there was one class I ended up failing um, and I just retook it, um, I think as a summer class or whatever, and, and then I was fine. But um, yeah, so I ended up staying there at the University of Illinois much longer than I wanted to, um, but I'm glad I did because I, I met a lot of great people in those um, later semesters and, and made some some lifelong friends as well. But um, I say all that to say that um, during my time there as a journalism major, I was um, enjoying the process, enjoying learning um, like I always have. I just enjoy learning, but there came to be a point where uh, I felt that the journalism path was not the right path for me, but it was already too late for me to be like, okay, I should switch my major now, right? Um, I already got to a point where I finished up pretty much all of my journalism classes. And um, yeah, I was like, you know what, I'll just finish this and then, you know, I'll go a different route because plenty of people get their degree and then, you know, never use it. But I think looking back, I, I just, I didn't want to be another one of those people that gets their degree and then doesn't use it, right? Um, but here I am, I am, um, at least for the time being. But during that time um, and, and coming to that realization um, also made me come to the realization of what I did want to do, which was um, public relations work. So during during my career there at University of Illinois, um, the thing that caught my attention 
um, other than the broadcast side of journalism, which I actually really do enjoy, whether it be on camera or actually doing um, production work, so producing shows and things like that, I, I do enjoy that. But the I started taking uh, public relations classes, and they really resonated with me in terms of the subject matter and what it was that the um, field was really asking of me as an individual. Um, so I think I took my first one probably my second, uh, yeah, probably my second semester at um, U of I. And it was just a like general class, one that like many people had to take just to get like those genetic requirements and things out the way. Um, but for me, obviously, I, you know, took it, a, took it a step further and then went to the, um, went two levels above that in terms of um, the public relations uh, classes. But um, what really spoke to me was I've always viewed myself um, and always been told by others too, even, you know, in my um, early working days of working at the uh, local grocery store, there's always been something that people have seen in me. Um, I have this kind of innate ability to um, empathize with others and um, really get to the issue, get to the um, get to the question at hand and just work with others in terms of like the public or, you know, um, targeted audiences, um, consumers, things like that. And so once I started taking those public relations classes, I realized I was like, oh, that's exactly what this, um, you know, career field is. It's, it's working with, um, you know, individuals or companies to kind of bridge that gap in between, um, the, um, you know, kind of company overlord and the, um, you know, everyday consumer, right? Um, I enjoy that, that, um, that task of trying to simplify things and um, come to an understanding between um, two groups, kind of act as the mediator. Um, well, also, you know, as a public relations person, you know, you're kind of in charge of making sure that um, what's said by the company um, doesn't come off, you know, bad. And um, there's a lot of things that the public relations field kind of encompasses. So like, um, you could just say public relations person, but um, there's many jobs within that field that um, kind of, <clears throat> excuse me, kind of simplify things down and um, make a bit more sense. So I thought in terms of like, um, you know, taking more, taking more of those classes again, I thought in terms of like, being a, um, you know, a community manager or um, working as a public relations person for specifically um, in terms of my passions and things that I care about, I, I really enjoy um, video games and, and tech. So I, I, I saw myself as somebody like, oh, okay, I really want to be a public relations um, um, specialist or whatever you want to call it for one of these big name companies. And um, to a point that's still, you know, my goal um, and, and nothing has really changed. It was just that as time went along, I just realized how far I was from accomplishing, you know, that goal of getting to where I want to be. I thought that, you know, I finish up college and then I immediately go into the field and then, you know, I'm making way, I'm, I'm moving up in the ranks and whatnot. And um, yeah, it's, it's really not been that experience for me. And I think that one of the things that um, kind of hurt me um, in terms of transferring to the University of Illinois, one of the most important things about um, going to university, and one of the most important things that um, I hope you take away from this, if you you know um, are not in college or thinking about going to college, whatever it is, you know what age you're at, um, the college experience is not just about the um, the education and you know going to classes and whatnot. It's about the friends you make and the um, individuals you network with. So in terms of me um, transferring to the university, I was already at a bit of a disadvantage um, going in. I was like, I don't want to say like, I don't know, I hate saying like disadvantage because like at the same time, like I'm in a super privileged position to even have gone to the University of Illinois because there's so many people that um, were just like myself that, you know, I probably beat out in terms of uh, my grades and, um, you know, my GPA and whatnot. So I, I hate saying 
disadvantage, but um, it was it, going in. One of the things that um, benefits you um, going in straight. So like not taking a break like I did or transferring in like I did. So just going, you know, straight after uh, high school is that you're going in with a bunch of people that are new to this experience, just like you and are looking to make friends or looking to um, meet and interact people of similar interests. Um, so when I, when I went in, I'm going in as a transfer student. So I didn't really have that, um, opportunity say to start from scratch with people. They already had their friend groups. They already had, um, the people they were going to rise through the ranks with. So, you know, go through, um, each year with, and, and, and yeah, I didn't have that. So in terms of me networking, I feel like especially looking back, like, uh, yeah, I could have done more and um, interact with people because it's not like I didn't make friends or, like, have a good time. And, um, you know, with some of the the uh, the other classmen, um, I mean, a lot of times they were a bit younger than me because I was kind of taking classes in a very weird order. But it was still hard because these people already had their friends, like I said, and already had their groups that, you know, they wanted to stick with and... Um, I didn't really fit into that picture, right? So in terms of me, uh, I'm somebody that is pretty content in terms of keeping to myself and kind of just being low key. And I think the thing that kind of hurt me a bit is that I was a little bit too low key. Um, um, and it wasn't like that the whole time I was at the university. Like once I, um, once I met my very good friend um, and probably friend for life, um, Ethan motherfucking Perry, as I like to call him. Um, yeah, things kind of changed a bit because I finally had somebody that, um, and it's, it's, I'm not a religious person or anything like that, but I think it was almost fate in a way that, that we met and that we met through us being roommates. So like we didn't shoot, neither of us chose. I was just like, you know what? I want to try and get the, the whole dorm experience. And so I did a year, um, with a um, roommate in the the dorms, and we stayed in a nicer dorm. It wasn't one of the older ones that didn't have like fucking fucking uh, AC and shit like that. So it was one of the newer ones. And um, for me, this was something that was super important in terms of getting out of my comfort zone. Cause like I had my friends, I was like, I still talk to, you know, everybody, um, I say everybody, it's not like it's a whole lot of people, but I still talk to all my friends, you know, going through college and whatnot. But I just felt like the, the previous year I had stayed in, um, it's still technically a dorm, but I stayed in a dorm that's like for upperclassmen where it's like everybody kind of kept to themselves and everybody was kind of quiet. Um, and that's actually where I ended up staying for the rest of my time there after, my one year um, with Ethan being my roommate, but I, I I felt it was important for me to get out of my comfort zone and interact with somebody. So like Ethan, I mean, even though we have a lot in common, his major was not related to mine um, in any shape or way. So um, Ethan is a actor. Um, he's a damn fine actor. Um, and I do believe that one day uh, many people will know his name and you'll see him on um, screens across the nation but he was an actor so it was a whole different world for me um, but the thing that was so great about it is that after you know my kind of um, standoffish nature because I'll say that's exactly what it was I was kind of standoffish like even though I was there you know had a roommate I was still like keeping to myself like chilling in a room all day like playing games when I wasn't going to class um, but Ethan was like Yo, you trying to come out? You like you trying to kick it? And that was really all I was like really needing. Like it it it, it was something it was a small gesture. Um, but it, it meant more than me than I think um Ethan even realizes today. Um so opening up like that, like he did, and, and inviting me out to, you know, some of the parties and things that the theater kids had, um, which was actually a blast. Like all of them were like super chill, super, super cool. And like, uh, yeah, the party, the parties and whatnot were actually super fun. Um, and all of them was like open, open arms to me. Like I get along like pretty well with people. Like once I actually open up and like have a conversation with you, cause I'm a goofy ass motherfucker. Right. Um, 
but yeah, they all opened up to me and it was great. And I felt like, okay, I'm finally like networking. I'm like interacting with people. I remember this guy, um, Gabe, and I hope he's doing well. Um, he wasn't a theater major either. Uh, I don't remember what his major was. I think it was computer science or something like that. But we had a conversation at one of the parties because for me, um, you know, the, the music wasn't always that great. So sometimes I just really, yeah, I'm just chilling. Let me just talk to some people and sip on this fucking jungle juice, right? Uh, but I remember talking to him. We're having a conversation about video games and whatnot. He starts telling me about how, you know, um, he wants to make games and he's working on games and things. And like, I finally felt like, oh, I'm networking. I'm like, I'm interacting with people that, you know, not only is it a interesting conversation, but it's the potential is there for me to keep in contact with this individual and keep up with them and, and form a better relationship with this person to, um, you know, benefit both of us. So in terms of like, okay, you're doing this, like, okay, maybe I could like, you know, do some, do some marketing or something like that for you and, and, and things of that nature. So him opening up like that and, and introducing people like Gabe, like I said, I hope that, um, Gabe is doing well, um, really was what the college experience should have been, um, the whole time. And the issue is, is that at the end of the day, these are all theater kids, right? So yeah, I'm networking and, and making friends with people. Um, but their path is a whole hell of a lot different than the path that I'm going on. Um, so it was like, I was networking, but not with the right people. I needed to be networking and interacting more with the people, you know, that had the same major as me or, you know, or at least in the same college. So the, um, what was it called? The, the College of Media. Um, but I wasn't. And so that was the biggest issue in my, and really my biggest regret in terms of my college career. Like I don't take anything for granted and, and I enjoyed the experience as a whole, but it just got to be, especially towards the final year um, after after my boy Ethan had left, where um, I didn't really have that anymore. I didn't have that connection to the um, the theater kids and whatnot. And I felt like I was just getting too old to be doing all this partying and shit with these fucking 20-year-olds and 21-year-olds. So I was like, nah, I'm, I'm done. I'm cool on that now. Um, so it was, again, back to me just kind of keeping to myself and just like, grinding and still just interacting with my friends you know back at home or um, wherever it, wherever it was that they were at at that current time and slowly but surely you know things started to um, gear towards graduation and I really didn't I really didn't have much to show for um, my college experience other than yeah I'm at I'm at the University of Illinois um, and I'll, I'll be getting my degree um, come, you know, May of 2020. Um, I didn't get, I didn't end up getting any, um, uh, what are they called? Uh, internships or anything like that. Um, and, and I felt like at times, like it was mentioned to me, but I feel like the importance of getting internships, um, was never really, uh, instated in me. Like I knew it was there and like, I knew people were trying to get them, um, and, and they were important, but I, I don't know, a part of me was just like, yeah, it's like, I'll just keep doing what I'm doing. I was like, maybe you don't need a internship, but, you know, looking back now, it's like those internships are really what has led, uh, many of my peers and whatnot to the, the current jobs that they have. Um, um, just keeping in mind that many of them, you know, did go into the journalism field. So it wasn't, um, like myself trying to go into public relations work. Uh, many of them are doing, um, I think, yeah, many of them are doing like the broadcast side of uh, journalism. I'm not sure if, if any of them have um, leaned towards the um, just kind of paper, yeah, which I don't even know why I say paper, honestly, because paper's kind of dead. But like the they're more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The print side of of journalism, um, which makes sense because most, most of those classes I you know took with my my peers and whatnot were the broadcast side of things. Um, but yeah, so the internships and the things they did outside of um, just attending classes and whatnot is really what 
gave them that leg up, but it was never, like I said, instilled in me the importance of getting um, these internships and these things. And, and I would always just kind of second guess myself or say like, ah, I'm not going to get an internship. So then I wouldn't even apply for one. Cause I'd be like, well, how am I going to get there? Like I can't afford to, um, you know, take a flight out there and live out there. Cause again, a lot of these, uh, a lot of my peers and a lot of the people I interacted with came from a wealthier background than myself. So I'm coming from, uh, Southern Illinois. Um, and many of them are coming from Northern Illinois, coming from Chicago or the suburbs. So they're coming from much more money than me, where as I was on my own, I didn't have any help, uh, in terms of the, um, you know, paying for college, I had less scholarships and things of that nature, because you just get the, the nature of the beast is that when you don't go straight from high school to college, um, your options for scholarships are just way more limited. So, um, yeah, I was, I was on my own in terms of paying for things. So I was just like, I can't afford this. I was like, I'm already, you know, in debt, um, as is, I was like, yeah, I had to take out, um, private loans for two of the years that no, two of the years, two and a half years. Cause when I came in, I came in, um, uh, January of 2017 to, um, to U of I and, um, yeah, two and a half years of, um, private loans. And then the other was covered by federal, but I was like, either way, that's all money I had to pay back. Like, yeah, I got some, a few scholarships here and there and I got some grants and stuff, but again, I'm still in debt. I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to put any more money on myself than I have to. But looking back, I was like, I really should have, and just been like, look, this will pay off in the long run. It's going to lead to better opportunities for myself. Um, and yeah, like I said, that's on, that's on me. Um, I should have just taken a chance because if you really want to get somewhere and, and be where you want to be, you have to take a chance on yourself because who else is going to do it? Right. And I say all that to say that, like, again, my, my college career was coming to an end. Um, it was probably around, I don't know. I think it was around like mid February or something. So my, my boy, Ethan, he had, he had come out to, to visit again, was kicking it with him. And then it was like shortly after that is when the pandemic and whatnot had had hit. So I was like, every spring break, I would go to see my my dad up in, in Minnesota. And it was like, right around that time, I was like, unsure. It's like, oh, they're gonna, you know, allow the flights and whatnot. Like nobody really knew. Like, again, it was like, when was the last time there was a pandemic? I was like, what, in the fucking early uh, 1900s? So it was like, nobody really knew, you know, what was really going on. Um, but yeah, so then I, I did end up still going to see my dad and I'm glad I did. And again, like I love to say like seeing my dad and seeing my my little sisters uh, up in Minnesota, no matter what the time of year is, um, whether it be the springtime or the summertime, uh, it's really like a, a happy place for me. And I I don't mean that like I'm not happy when I'm not there and I'm like, you know, at home here in Illinois, but I just mean that like it's an escape for me in the same way that like video games can be an escape for me to, you know, take my mind off things and just kind of relax. And so this one, this time in, in 2020, when I went out, it wasn't really, I was still relaxing. I was still chilling and, and, and kicking it with the, kicking it with the squad, but it, it wasn't relaxing, uh, you know, like previous trips had been because the whole time I'm thinking about the pandemic, thinking about how this is going to affect, um, you know, school, um, and, and what this means for me moving forward. Um, and actually during that time when I was out at, um, my dad's is when the school sent out the emails and, and, and let everyone know that we're going to be, you know, taking things to, uh, just online and, um, you know, kind of just figuring out, you know, doing zoom, um, not zoom, zoom, um, yeah, doing Zoom classes and um, yeah, just yeah, it's switching up basically the whole the whole curriculum and the you know requirements. So like, things got eased up um, a hell of a lot um, because of the way that we had to go about finishing up the rest of the semester, and that was really when I realized like ah, uh, like this is this is real different. So not only did I no longer have like, so I, I ended up, I ended up coming home, um, 
but no longer did I have like access to like go to school. So I like moved out of my, you know, little one person dorm or whatever. Um, and kind of said like my bittersweet goodbyes. And I was just like, ah, I don't really know when I'll be back here. Or, like, uh, I guess maybe for graduation, but then, you know, graduation got canceled as well. And so I said my goodbyes and I, and I came back and for a while there, I was, I was slacking. Like, so I was just, you know, chilling and, and wasn't, wasn't like really doing my work and shit. And like, you know, even then, like a lot of it was like, again, simplified and dumbed down, but I was just kind of chilling. Like, like I was just on, on breaking shit still. And then like, it finally hit me like probably like a month and a half left of, um, the semester. I was like, ah, shit, I need to, uh, make sure I get on top of this and make sure I'm able to, you know, pass on my classes and, and, and finish up. Cause I was like, I'm not doing another semester. I'm not, I'm not paying for another semester. So I had to get on my shit, I had to e send out a few emails that um, were hard to send out. I was just like, yeah, you know, I, you know, say what I had to say to, to, to get some extensions on some, some things. But yeah, in, in the long run, I ended up, you know, finishing and getting my degree, like I said, but come graduation time, like I wasn't really, I wasn't really happy. So I was still working at the, the same um, grocery store I had been working at um, for years. So from my senior year in high school, all the way through to, um, all the way through to um, my last year in college. So I still had been working the same place and I'm super thankful for that, um, that grocery store because I was able to just transfer back and forth when I would go on like breaks or, you know, um, summertime or whatever it may be. It was super easy for me to transfer back and forth so I could still make, you know, a little side money. Cause like I, like I said, I still had bills, um, you know, albeit not like, you know, fucking rent and shit like that but i still had bills so like phone bill and car insurance and a few other things so i was like i need to make sure i'm still paying this and um yeah i said all that to say that like yeah when i when i graduated it was such a bittersweet moment for me and like i obviously it's been um that's crazy to think it's been almost uh two years now uh, since I graduated, but I, I remember the day vividly. I remember, um, you know, the graduation was just online. It's just a YouTube video that was released. Uh, no name, no, you know, my name wasn't called or, or anything like that. Um, just real general. Um, and I'm appreciative that they, you know, did anything, but it, it just wasn't the, the way that, I had envisioned graduating uh, college because um, for me, high school high school was cool. Like you know, my family showed up and showed out, um, and then actually I ended up you know the the day after my uh, high school graduation, I ended up going to Cancun and shit. Um, so yeah, it was a great time. But yeah, I just thought for like college, like this is this is the next step. Like I just thought this one was like more important but it just didn't feel that way because i just remember like waking up i was like oh today is a day and like just being in, like my sweats and a hoodie and just kind of chilling i was like my you know my fam got me like cupcakes and shit and it was like good it was fire ass cupcakes by the way um and we just sat there on on the couch and we just watched a very short video and then i was like okay i guess i'm a college graduate right but i i, I didn't feel like it because at the at the time, it was like I didn't really have any prospects, right? I was still working at that same grocery store, uh, making that same amount of money, um, and not really thinking what I was gonna do in the future. And so, since that time, it's been, yeah, it's been rough. I would say it was hard trying to get a job, uh, especially in 2020, you know, during prime pandemic as a college student. And so I just kind of waited my time. And, and, and for me, I would say I, I had money saved and I had some investments in you know, crypto and things of that nature that, you know, kept me afloat. But, um, I ended up leaving the grocery store I was working because they were, you know, switching the hours and they wanted me to go to nights. And I was just like, nah, I'm not trying to work nights, you know, cause you have to switch around your, you know, basically your whole lifestyle here. And, um, yeah, I was, I was just not trying to, not trying to do that. 
And so, yeah, I just like, yeah, I'll put in my two weeks and, you know, I'll leave for good now. And um, at the time, you know, at the time I was like, yeah, this is, you know, this is what I want to do. But like looking back, I really should have like waited until, you know, I at least found something else. Because after that, like, I spent months, I'm not even sure how many months, just being um, unemployed. Again, just still staying afloat because um, of the investments, the, the few investments that I had and then just, you know, the little bit of money that I had saved. And during this whole time, like I'm chilling, just, uh, you know, playing video games, um, doing some streaming and not really doing much, not really seeing past, you know, the current day and thinking like, okay, what do I need to do in the future? Um, and, uh, you know, to really get myself set up as an adult and time goes on and then it eventually gets to a point where I have to get a job. You know, my funds are running out. Um, bills are, um, going to start hitting and more expensive bills. So we're talking, um, you know, student loans and things of that nature. Um, so then my homie Josh ends up getting me a job at the um factory that he was working at and yeah it's good it's good money um you get paid uh was it every two weeks or was it weekly i can't i can't remember if it was every two weeks or weekly but either way it was it was good money um but it was demanding work so the the problem with um many factory jobs and why it's not for everybody is it's uh it's work that ask a lot of you in terms of your body you sacrifice your body to make a bit more money and for me as someone who never saw themselves as um a factory worker um no offense to you know anybody that may be a factory worker and, and no shots thrown i just don't see myself as that it's like i'm i went to college to to you know do something with my degree. You don't need a degree to be a factory worker. You just need instructions and you need to listen. Um, and so, yeah, I did that. I did that for a while. Um, last year, I did it for about a month and some change. And the whole time I just felt myself, um, deteriorating in, in terms of my mental state and, um, yeah, how happy I was. So I was like, yeah, I'm making pretty, pretty decent money. And, you know, I'm still, you know, consistently going to the gym and whatnot, but I'm just, I'm just so tired. Like every day I was fucking drained. So like days on, uh, when there was days when I wouldn't go to the gym, I would come home, I would get out of my fucking disgusting work clothes and I would just pass out. And I was like, I don't want to just pass out after each day and feel like I don't have any free time. Cause then I would, I would pass out like that. And then. I'll wake up some hours later, take a shower, um, or eat or whatever it was. I don't remember. I, I don't remember if I would eat every night, but I would, um, yeah, I would at least wake up, take a shower and then, um, look at the clock. I'm like, oh shit, it's about 10 o'clock. I was like, I actually need to go to sleep now. Cause I was getting up at like, uh, shit. What time was I getting up? I think at like five, I think five I had to be at work at like six, something like that. Um, yeah, so I was having to having to get up um, super early, and it was just I felt like there was no time for for me. And again, I just felt like my whole mental was uh, was was being drained. I just felt like I wasn't myself. Um, and you know, some of my friends noticed it. You know, my mom obviously noticed it because my mom knows me better than anybody. But um, yeah, I just felt like I was in such a bad mental state. Um, where I just felt like this is what my life is. Like, I'm not going to be any better than this. I'm not going to move any further than this. Like I hated it. I hate, I hate that person that I was when I, when I worked there, um, for what may seem like a short time, but I was working, um, that whole time I was there. So that month of some change, I was working 50 hour work weeks. Um, cause they had like mandatory overtime and shit, which is crazy to think that like, you can just be forced to work like over that, but that's topic for another day. Like I don't fucking 40 hours that who determined that shit anyways. But yeah, I just felt like, um, it, I was not, not a happy person. 
I felt like I was being um, more mean to my my friends um, who did nothing but care about me and, um, you know, worry about me and, and were happy to see me again, you know, working and making money. But, um, you know, at the time, they didn't realize, like, what it was doing to my mental and shit. Um, but I'm sure they do now, or if not, they'll, they'll know, you know, once this, you know, episode comes out, but yeah, I was just not in a good state. And like the thing that, the thing that made me realize, like, again, I ended up quitting the, I ended up quitting the job. I just, I walked out. It was like fucking lunchtime, like on a Wednesday or some shit. And I was just like, fuck this. I don't want to do this anymore. And I just left. And, um, the thing that really made me realize that, and I was like, again, um, it was springtime, so I had gone out to see my dad and, you know, my, my younger siblings, and when I came back, I was just, well, when I was there, I just was in such a good mood, and again, I was, like, able to forget about everything. It was a shorter trip, um, which is what the trips kind of are now, where I was only out there for, like, five days instead of, like, seven or eight, and, um, yeah, I just felt myself, um, when I was out there again, turning back into that person that I wanted to be. So I was, you know, happy go lucky, was in a better mood, um, in terms of talking to my friends and things of that nature and just, you know, relaxed, um, and, and more so enjoying life and whatnot. And then as soon as I came back, you know, I, I think it was, I, I had gone out and then I had, um, come back and I think I worked two or three days that following week and I was just like I can't do this anymore and um yeah I just I I walked out but it was like after that again I had no prospects I was like I was looking for jobs um you know even even while I was working there um but started looking for jobs and shit again and the thing that really really broke me and I'm not somebody that like at least not now. Like when I was a when I was a kid, I was a little fucking crybaby ass bitch. But now, like, I don't really cry that often. I don't see the, um, I don't see the the point to it. Like I feel like, yeah, every once in a while, maybe like once or twice a year, it's like fine. I like let out a cry because like sometimes you just got emotions and you just need to let them bitches flow, right? And so the thing that really like made me feel like I hit like rock bottom was, um a a movie and um during and during this time too because this was um early early 2021 which is when i i started um writing uh movie reviews as a kind of outlet to uh, remember who i am and and, and what it is i want to do in life um and just kind of take that take back that creative freedom um and, and kind of take back my mind and so I ended up um I ended up watching the movie um the what is it the sound of metal uh, I believe that's what it's called let me let me look on my letterbox um and, and plug my letterbox while we at it um if you didn't know now you know I have a letterbox that's at show Deezy, and I do like to put out reviews on there may not be the um most consistent but that's just kind of how i am not the most consistent but um yeah sound of metal not the sound just sound of metal and so um yeah i watched the movie sound of metal and um that movie really just um it, it resonated with me so the movie um and i guess i gotta yeah it's not even really spoiling because i think the journey that you you see the main character go through in that is is really uh, what matters but um if you don't know what the movie is it's about a musician who ends up um losing his hearing and obviously to a musician that is one of the most important things to have because if you can't you can't hear how do you keep a beat um you know how do you how do you create but then you know you just got to find ways around it like you're fucking daredevil you know using vibrations and shit but anyways um the the movie really resonated with me because the char the main character in that movie again he loses his he loses his sense of hearing um and then he loses his sense of self um he was already you know somebody that was like uh i think he was like doing drugs and like kind of just like going through life um 
nonchalant. And then once he lost his sense of hearing, he lost his sense of identity and, and really didn't know who he was and, and what he wanted to do in life. And so the movie really resonated with me because when 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 I watched the movie, I was at a I was at a point in my life where I was like, shit, I don't know what I want to do in my life. And I'm watching this and, and I I watched the whole the movie whole way through and um I think at the time I ended up actually um streaming it. I think I was I think I was the only one in there or somebody may have been lurking, but I would think I was actually streaming it on on Twitch, and then I ended my my stream right after that, and I just I just sat there for a minute, and and I fucking broke, man. I um I broke down, and I um yeah, I I lost it, dude. I, I just I sat there. I was like, what what the fuck am I doing with my life? I was like, I don't know what I want to do. I don't know I don't know who I am. Um. Yeah, and I, I just broke, dude, and it just did. The, the tears just started fucking rolling down my fucking face, and I, you know, I, I had a conversation with my mom, and I was like fucking hysterical, dude. Like I, I, I had never cried. I don't say never. I had, um, I've, I've cried like that, um, on only a few occasions in my, in my life. So I cried like that when I found out that my, um, my great grandma died, um. Even though she lived a long ass life, she was like ninety two or something like that when she when she passed. But I, I cried like that when I found out she she died because like when I, again I was at my dad's, but my mom called me and I could just hear in her voice like something was off, something changed, and um, yeah. So again, I, I've I've really only cried like that a few times in my life where it's just like there's no holding back, like the emotions just hit me, and yeah. So I had a I had a conversation with my mom. I was like. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, I don't know what my what my plan is. I don't know what it is um, that I can I can do and I can say that's like oh this is me. This is what I want to do. And um, I think the thing that's so great about my mom is that um, not only just the fact that we're able to have like open discussions about pretty much anything, but um, of course, she, you know, calm, she calmed me down and she was just saying like, you know, one day at a time, like, you know, just keep looking for jobs. And it was like, and eventually, you know, something, you know, something will land, something will hit. And um, at the time I was just like, I feel like I've been hearing that for so long. And I feel like, uh, you know, cause at, at this time, this was, um, this was April of 2021. So it was like, you know, almost a year after graduating, um, I just felt like, um, yeah, that's not what I'm trying to hear. Like I want, you know, opportunities now. And I was like, the, the problem that I have, you know, now and the problem, not even, I wouldn't even say so much now, but I think the problem that, uh, many people have in terms of not being, being where they want to be is, um, comparing their own path to what they see their peers doing. Right. And so for me, um, I look at um, each and every one of my friends. Um, yeah, each and every one of my friends, all of them are, are doing something and are successful. And, um, you know, I don't know if necessarily following their dream or what their dreams may be, but they're doing what they need to, to, you know, be a, be an adult and be on top of their shit. And f so for me, when I, when I look at my peers um and look at my friends i get this thought in my head well, like i need to compare my path to what they're doing and that is one of the things that has caused um kind of held me back because i should i should never never be comparing myself to another person's path especially if what they're all trying to do is very different than what i'm trying to do but it's one of the things that you know, every once in a while still creeps into my head because I was like, I hear about my friends, you know, getting new jobs, getting promotions, um, you know, seeking out new jobs um, or whatever it may be. And um, yeah, at times it, it, it makes me sad because I'm just like, they're all, you know, the, the same age as me are, you know, slightly older than me and doing so much better than I am. Right. And so it's one of those things that like, 
I have to, I struggle with probably every day and I, I, I try and, you know, put it to the back of my head and I'm just being like, look, these are, these are my friends. I was like, they want nothing but the best for me. Um, and, and to see, to, and to see me succeed, I really had to stop comparing myself to them. And so at this time, that was another thing that kind of like led to me like breaking down and like crying. So I'm like, I'm seeing my friends like doing their own thing. I was like, I'm seeing, um, yeah, just all of, all of my friends just, you know, doing their own thing. I was like, and here I am, you know, putting on this facade, like I'm, you know, so happy and, 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 and really making moves when in reality I wasn't doing shit. Um, but, but sitting on my ass and, um, yeah. And so that's, that's one of the things that has really stuck with me. And so after the uh after leaving that job and after having that breakdown um it just really put into perspective for me i gotta i gotta work harder um if i want to really get to where i want to be and it's again it's so hard for me because i see not only just my um not only just my my friends but my family as well so one of my biggest inspirations um for myself in terms of my career and whatnot is my sister, uh, my older sister, not my, not my younger sister. She ain't, she ain't out there yet. She's in, uh, she's in first grade. <laughs> uh, but yeah, my, my sister is, is somebody who is always um, been on her shit, um, been on her grind and kind of always knew what it was going to take to get to where she wants to be. So like, even now, um, She's successful in her job, um, continuing to um, move up in her job, um, is in a happy relationship with a um, great guy and um, and has a and is a dog mom now, which is crazy to me. Um, still to think that um, her dog is gonna be fucking. Dang, how old is how old is her dog now? It's gonna be what fucking I think two this year. Um but anyways, um sorry, getting sidetracked. Anyways, my, my sister has always been been on her shit and if you talk to her, um, she'll even admit this that she's a bit of a perfectionist. Um I don't share that kind of mentality and and I wish that I did. Because I feel like if I did have that mentality, I wouldn't be in the position that I'm in now. Um, so in, in terms of her being a perfectionist, my sister is um, not that she's never satisfied with the work that she's done or the position that she's in. It's just that she's satisfied, but wants to keep moving. She sees that there's still growth. There's still potential there for her to be um, uh, be bigger, be better. Um, than the um, the person that came you know before her and 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 I'm all for it and I, I love to see it and I, I, I tweeted out um, not too long ago that um, basically this saying the same thing that my sister is a huge inspiration to me and I hope that she one day realizes that the her story, is one that deserves to be shared. So whether that be her writing a book or doing some sort of, um, you know, public speaking or something like that. I don't know how much, I don't think my sister's a very big on public speaking. Um, I think that's more, more my thing, but, um, yeah, I just think that especially since my sister is a, a black woman, um, who's kind of broken through boundaries, uh, and, and, and made her stamp, at, at such a young age, I won't say I won't say how old my sister is because I don't know if she's one of those women that like doesn't like their age being shared. But just know she's um, she's young. She's obviously she's my older sister, so she's older than me. I'm 26, but yeah, that's all I'll say. Um, but just the stamp, the impact that she has had, you know, on me, I feel like that is something that you know could resonate and 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 go so far with with others. Uh, in terms of mentality and like wh what you need to do to really get to where you want to be. And again, I don't share that perfectionist mentality. Like I've tried to um, tap into it and, and I think I did um, 
I did a bit when I was um, at community college before I went to the University of Illinois. But then as soon as I went to U of I, um, I kind of laxed up on it because I was just like, yeah, that's just a lot of work to like really go that extra mile. And but if you you want to be noticed and you want to like again, like I said, get to where you want to be, you got to go that extra mile. And so, um, yeah, I say all that to say like, yeah, she's in, she's inspired me. And again, uh, she's somebody that um and she probably doesn't even know this but i've compared my own you know career to hers and i mean or the lack thereof a career that i have you know right now but um so it can just be hard to kind of follow in those footsteps uh in terms of succeeding and 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 becoming um the person i want to be but then i just remind myself like yeah my sister's just like my friend just like the rest of my family she wants to see me you know do well um and I can't compare myself to her journey. Again, she's a bit older than me, so she's had more time. Uh, but also her career path is much different than what I'm trying to do. And so, yeah, I say all that to say that, like, I really just have to stop comparing what I want to do um, to others and just take a take a step back and again i'm i'm you know being being as real with you all as possible i'm saying right now i am not where where i want to be so like right now um go back to 2021 so i spent a few months unemployed after um walking out of the um factory job which was one of the worst work experiences of my life and i will never work at a factory again um i spent some months being unemployed so i was just chilling streaming, playing games, going to the gym. Um, shout out to the gym for um, keeping me keeping me stable um, as it has continued to do because I really don't know what I would be doing, where I would be if I did not have some sort of outlet to, um, you know, take out my frustration and, and, and not only make myself more physically fit, but it also helps me mentally. And so... Um, yeah, so I wasn't doing shit. Um, again, I was looking for jobs and whatnot, but at the time, it was like only thing that was like really popping up was like fucking like sales jobs and shit, um, which I just again didn't really see my see myself as a salesperson. But I don't know. I'm like, I really think that uh, if I really put my mind to it, I think I could do any job. Um, so I was like, I'm looking back. I was like, damn, I probably should have taken one of those motherfuckers and and been getting to the money, but. Here we are. I was like, I, it was, um, uh, some months went by, I want to say like four or five months. And then I ended up getting a, getting a job at Target. And, um, yeah, I was making, you know, pretty decent money there as well. Um, but again, it was like, I didn't have any like health benefits or anything like that because I wasn't full time. Um, so I was like, ah, I still need to get another job because this ain't going to cut it. Um, but I did enjoy I, I did enjoy working there and I did enjoy the people that I worked with. And I also enjoyed the um, amount of physical activity um, uh, that I was able to um, go through when I was working. There. I'd probably be getting in like between like five and five to 12 miles a day, just like walking around and doing shit at Target. So, like, so if, if you're looking for like a job, like a side job or whatever, and you need to do, do some more exercise like, yo, Target, Target going to get you right. Um, but yeah, so I worked there for about two months and then I ended up getting the job that I have now, which is a, um, a government job, um, with, you know, full-time benefits, um, and, uh, all of that nature. So, you know, kind of a more big boy job for me and, um, where I'm, where I'm currently standing, I was like, okay, this job is fine. Um, I don't mind what I do. Um. Uh, but it is again not what I want to do. Um, it's, it's helped me realize and kind of flesh out what it is that I'm really looking for in terms of um, a career, and it is kind of reinstated in me that I need to be doing a job where I'm interacting with people and empathizing with people and um, using my voice to, um, again, simplify things, help people better understand things and really get down to what it is that the issue is. And, um, yeah, so I, I just have, again, like 
when you when you see me on like Twitter or things like that, like you would think that like I got it figured out, right? You would think that man, he's he's doing well, but like at the end of the day, I am I am really not where I want to be. So like even now, like job is fine. It's like um, but I've started looking for other jobs because I'm like, look. I'll be honest. I was like, I'm not making the type of money that I want to be making here. I was like, and I'm not happy with staying, you know, at this level. So I was like, I'm going to do whatever I can to try and move up and, and, and go somewhere else. And um, yeah, so I say I say all that again to just say like, look, you you never really know what it is that like somebody's going through or like the facade that we put on online and you know, what mental space that somebody is in. Um, again, I, I'm always somebody that tries to stay positive and, and push for the next man to be better than they were yesterday. Um, but again, even even I, um, regardless of my uh, hard exterior, like I struggle with that sometimes. And I'm just like, damn, I'm, this isn't what I, you know, thought I would be doing. And, you know, you know, two years ago or three years ago, whatever the time frame may be, um, but then I just keep reminding myself, like, yo, all in due time. Like, I think the thing that kind of kind of upsets me and, like, uh, kind of pisses me off is, like, when you get to be, like, mid-20s, like, 26, people, people act like you're, like, so old. And I'm just, like, I don't feel old. Like, this isn't, this isn't fucking old, man. So I'm, like, that's another thing where I have to be, like, let me just not listen to the naysayers and just keep keep doing what i'm trying to do and eventually i'll get there because i'm just like yo this is not old if this is old like yeah yeah i don't want to know what very old is motherfucker because that ain't it um but yes i again i say that this all just came from me uh again um taking today off because i was just like i just need a, a mental uh, a mental health day. I just need some time to myself to just recoup. Um, cause again, my, my job is just dealing with, um, people all day. I'm talking to people all day. Um, most of the time they're fucking pissed at me and, um, it can, yeah, it can just be a lot. Cause I'm like, you could be pissed at me, but I'm not allowed to be pissed at you. Right. Um, so I just, I just needed, a, I just needed a day. Um, I wish I would have felt like this yesterday because yesterday was Monday. So I would have, you know, like a little three day weekend. But it just hit me on a random ass Tuesday. I was like, Ugh, I'm not I'm not fucking feeling it today. Um, I'm taking I'm taking a I'm taking a fucking break um, and I will be back, you know, tomorrow. But um, yeah, I say that to say um, one of the people that I talked to, this was probably a week ago or two weeks ago uh, on the phone. Um, she was telling me about, um, you know, her health concerns and everything that she's gone through over the, um, you know, past like year and a half. And she was just going, she was just saying to me, she was like, look, these jobs don't care about you. She was like, use your, use your leave time, use your sick leave, use all that. Cause they don't care. She was like, worry about you first and foremost. And that really resonated with me when she said that I was like, when I'm when I'm talking to people, like everything is monitored, so it's like I can't like say what I really want to say. I was like, "Dang, you speaking? I'm about to call off tomorrow, or whatever." But um, yeah, that really resonated with me because like so many people like to save up all this leave time and whatnot. I'm just like, for what? You could you could literally die tomorrow, and then what? You you can't do shit with that. So I was like, use use that time, take that time if you need it. Um, but don't use to, you know don't don't be going crazy. Don't be calling off every fucking day, um, especially if you don't have like time accumulated. But um. Yeah, use that time and and yeah, first and foremost worry about you. And um yeah, I think that's I think that's as candid as we going to get today uh in terms of what I feel like sharing with y'all. I was like that's pretty much everything. Like I I don't feel like I've been this honest. I just feel like it was time for me to um come forward and 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 you know, kind of share my story because I'm sure there's other people out there that are going through the same thing as me. Um, and just hearing somebody else share their story could just make them, you know, feel a bit better and be like, yeah, like I'm going through this, the same shit and I'm like, I'm still working towards where I want to be. Um, but yeah, so again, um, just gonna continue focusing on me and trying to get to where I want to be. Um, stop comparing myself to others and, um, yeah, keep on grinding, man. But, uh, that's going to do it for this episode of the 
Think About It podcast. Um, again, I'm your host, Sheldon Bradford. Um, you can find me on social media at Sheldizzy, uh, I think underscore on Twitter. Um, check out my movie reviews. The latest movie I reviewed was X, the horror movie, uh, latest horror movie from A24. And um, yeah, reach out to me if you, you want to talk or have a conversation with me. I'm pretty open to talk to just about anybody um, about anything. And um, yeah, hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day. And I appreciate you tuning into this episode. Peace. Thank you.